0: have a new sponsor and an old friend joining envy pillow here sierra sill with two rare patents and a money-back guarantee sierra sill available at shoppers drug mart london drugs and health food stores is the natural mineral joint pain remedy
1: you need go to sierrasil.com sierrasi s-i-e-r-r-a-s-i-l and use the code gf for 10% off Hello, thanks for joining us. This is episode 39 of Gracefully and Frankly. I'm Lisa Brandt. I'm Erin Davis. And listen
0: in and find out why Good Pods called us one of their picks, Good Picks. And we're very, very pleased with that. Thanks so much. Got a great show ahead for you today. And you know what? A real friend would have taken me along to Italy. But just the same, I'm not angry. I'm going to be (laughs) peppering Lisa, fresh ground peppering her with all kinds of questions about her <laughs> travels. Plus, you've got some tips for us.
1: Well, it's funny. I didn't know that my wrinkle tip was a best-kept secret, so I'll be happy to share with you my secret formula to removing wrinkles while you travel. That's right, and it's clothes, not
0: skin. Right. What we use to help with wrinkles and skin, Envy Pillow. We'll get to that in just a second. We're also going to talk about Canada's second-place ranking in all the world and
1: what the criteria were, and do you care where your pizza is tossed? We'll find out (laughs) whether that matters at all, and if it's just one of the most ridiculous advertising ideas we've ever heard of. See what you think as we launch into episode
0: 39 with thanks to Envy Pillow for being here all the way along and on Lisa's travels and on mine. There is such a great selection of products there. They're all made with integrity. They're green. They're the best for the planet, the best for you. And best of all to us, they all come with a money back guarantee. If you're
1: not happy with any of your purchases, if you buy a pillow, if you buy a mask, whatever, you have 90 days to send it back. It will be cleaned and donated and you get all your money back. We haven't heard of it happening, but it's there for you to make you feel confident about your purchase. Just go to EnvyPillow.com. You'll get 10% off by using the code GF and get a great night's sleep wherever you are
0: with Envy Pillow. Here we go. know if there's such thing as contact travel high but i am so excited for you for this upcoming trip lisa i know we've talked about it and i hope people don't mind but really it's not something we take for granted being able to go anywhere never mind
1: europe and it's something that you've been planning for and stressing about for quite a while Yeah, planning more than anything, but ever since we were in France in 2008, and we went to Monaco, and we came so close to going into Italy, but the sun was setting, that's how long I've been aching to go to Italy, so um, it's been a while. I never imagined I'd go for three weeks, but hey, here we go. How are you packing? I saw this meme a couple of weeks ago, and
0: I can't get it out of my head because it's so funny, and it's so me. Maybe it's you, too. But why do we pack the number of underwear we do as if we're planning to poop our pants
1: twice a day? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm guilty. And I found one that I sent to my husband, and his reaction was, yeah, so. It says, holiday booked. Now it's time for my wife to order 19 outfits for a seven day holiday (laughs) while I take two pairs of swimming trunks and two t shirts I've had since 2017. (laughs) You know what's funny? I got it in my head sometime through the summer that I needed a bunch of light pants, because, you know, as you well know, you can't go into churches or many places with your knees showing or your shoulders bare. Right. I thought I'm not going to wear jeans and I don't want to wear leggings. So I just kept my eyes open for linen blend pants. And I got a bunch of them and I ended up getting a bunch for Derek too. And our friend Anita MacArthur got me signed up. She's excited for me too. Got me signed up on this Italy Facebook group and everybody's saying, oh, get linen blend pants. And yeah, they'll be wrinkled, but they're you know, you can wear them several days and they're light enough. And so I've gotten a bunch of dresses and, and Derek and his two t-shirts and swimming trunks. Tell me you're going to take at least one of the visors I gave you. Oh, absolutely. Yay! The visor you gave me. I'm going to take this really light. It's not really a shawl, but you sort of wear it like a shawl. I'm not even sure what it is, but I'm going to take that just in case we end up somewhere where I need to cover my shoulders and yeah, and uh, lots of sunscreen and good walking shoes. I don't know if you remember
0: seeing a picture of me years and years and years ago. We happened to do a tour and one of the stops was in Turkey at the great mosque there. And I had one of those shawls and it's kind of a loose crochet. Everybody mm. wore them for a while. They came in multiple colors. They're, they're stretchy material and they're kind of a jacket or kind of a sweater or kind of a shawl. And I got the big, no, no, no. So I had to put on basically a choir master's outfit that covered me from neck to, to ankle. And yeah. uh, I felt ridiculous. Oh, And I was also embarrassed because the last thing you want to do is have, uh, like in the case of Italy, a 95-year-old nun pointing at you and going, no, no, no. Because, I mean, that reminds me of my high school years
1: whenever we were caught holding hands or anything at Nicholson Catholic College. This shawl thing that I have is basically just a massive piece of really, really light fabric. I could cover my head, my shoulders, my neck, everything with it if I needed to, and they would be completely covered. And it's so light, I can roll it up into like the size of my hand. So I think it's going to work well.
0: One of my packing tips, and I think I may have shared this with you before, or I will actually, in one of our upcoming episodes. In our compilation episodes that we don't call best ofs because we are doing anything but phoning them in, Lisa and I literally poured over 37 episodes and picked out our favorite bits. And then we recorded us talking around them and about them and changes that have happened since then. So... What I was getting to is to pack half of your stuff in one suitcase and the other half in your husband or partner's suitcase and vice versa. So if one goes missing, right. you've still got
1: some of those 97 pair of underwear or 17 outfits <laughs> for when you arrive. That is brilliant. And I you had told me that before some time ago, and I forgot. So I really appreciate you bringing that up again. That's a really good idea. Yeah, there'd be nothing worse than <laughs> Him having his two swim trunks and two T-shirts, and me having well what I'm wearing, right? Exactly. Also, use the
0: bidets. If you're in a hotel that has bidets in the bathroom, and they're not like the ones we have here where there are sprays and controls, a lot of them are just the one with the the fountain of Trevi in the middle. And I still don't know how those things work, but I will tell you that on travels.
1: They really do work well to wash your socks and do your laundry. Good. Because I thought you were giving me like, you know, hygiene advice there for a second. And I thought, um, Erin, um, um, but no, <laughs> that's a great use the, idea. Use the bidet. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not going there. Yes. Yeah. Lisa, I have to tell you something and I'm going to yeah. do it publicly. For God's sake, girl, use <laughs> the bidet. No. Also, I learned... Shopping at Tilly way back in the day
0: when they were at Don Mills. I don't know if they even are anymore. But when you're traveling, the way to dry your laundry, and I do this at home too with things that won't go in the dryer. You lay them out in a line in the middle of a long towel, roll the towel up, and then twist, 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 twist till you can't twist anymore. And that takes almost all of the moisture out of whatever it is that you're trying to dry in a hurry.
1: Wow. Okay, good. I'll remember that as well. I actually have a Tilly travel dress and a Tilly hat that I'm not going to take with me, but I wear out in the garden and I look like Crocodile Dundee. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I'm excited. Enjoy the
0: heck out of your linen clothes because one wash and you will be cursing them forever. I'm like that. I use my steamer. And I mean, we're at the point in our lives where there are very few things we get dry cleaned and even fewer things that we should iron. But steaming, that's your linen life, baby.
1: You know, when I went to the Western Fair in London the last time, a woman sort of accosted me with this steamer. Made in Italy, and I got rid of my iron. I know it sounds like a... I'm not going to give the brand name or anything, but it sounds like a an infomercial. Yeah. I love that steamer. However, what I'm going to take with me is a little concoction I make with liquid fabric softener. And I can just spray it on and sort of shake the, the clothes. And I mean, they're not perfect, but they're not that really wrinkly look. And I'll be happy with that. I've used that before. What? So, And just in a little tiny bottle. Have you ever seen Downy Wrinkle Releaser? No, I've I've watched Downton Abbey. Is it any <laughs> good? <laughs> yes. No, it's only sold in the States, maybe sold here somewhere now, but it used to only be at Target in the States and Target in Canada. And it's basically liquid fabric softener, water, and a little bit of baking soda just to make it like only a little, half a spoon or whatever, just to sort of make the concoction stick. You don't have to saturate it. You shake the garment and most of the wrinkles come out. I use it all the time. I make a little travel one. I make one for my laundry room. I I have it all over the place. This is a revelation. (laughs) And not only
0: the fact that you've given us a way to spray wrinkles out of things. Do you remember those little tins of wrinkle-free? No. It used to smell like school glue. And you'd spray it on and I'm just sure it was full of chemicals or something. Who knows? But this is a great tip. So some water. Now we're gonna all have to look this up. Can you do you have a second to
1: Google, Lisa? All you have to Google is Downy Wrinkle Releaser DIY. So you're just doing your own version of it, and it's all over the web. Some people will say put a little peroxide in it. Some people will say do this. I just do a couple capfuls of liquid fabric softener, fill the bottle up, the rest with water, and then about half a teaspoon of baking soda, shake the heck out of it, and I've been doing that for years, many years.
0: And just a little spray bottle, right, like the ones that come in cosmetics bags?
1: I use that for travel, but I use a big one for at home. I've got a couple at home. Wherever I have clothes, I have a bottle of this stuff. How have you been holding out on me for this for so long? I just figure you know everything, so I don't need to tell you. Um, I don't know. Come on. Wow. 39 episodes. And look at this.
0: (laughs) Laundry tips. Whoever thought that would come from you and from me, you know, drying your laundry and keeping it wrinkle free. Well, thank you.
1: Hey, anytime. We've got Envy Pillow helping keep wrinkles off your face. So if I can help keep wrinkles out of your pants, I'm good with that too. (laughs) Thanks.
0: You know what obvious punchline I didn't go for there? Will it work on my face? Because you know what I've realized? In going through all of our past episodes, I got a real hang-up about myself. And how boring is that? There was a thing that Steve Martin's wife said, and, and we quoted it, in which she said, don't talk about what you don't eat. Talk about what you do eat. And God, I hope you do when you get back, because I'm so excited on your behalf. But talking about the breasts or the butt or the wrinkles or... It all comes down to, are you healthy? Can you change what you don't like? If you can, do something or be quiet. And if you can't, love it because you're lucky to have it.
1: Oh! Well, it's true. But what you're talking about fixating on part of our body or whatever, we all do it. Mm. Everybody does it. Men do it. Men feel the scrutiny of of other people and the comparisons to other men. And although if my husband's like many men, he still thinks he's 30 until he looks in the mirror. But that's another story. Right. You know, I think for everybody, it's a different journey. I mean, something clicked in me, and I mentioned this a, a while ago, reading an article in the New York Times about body image. And the line was, sometimes you just have to accept being average. I don't know what I was loathing myself over because nobody has ever mistaken me for a supermodel. Mm-hmm. I would love to have be thought of as cultish. Nobody would ever call me cultish. <laughs> I have a waist that you need. No, 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 but this is the thing. That's just a fact. So I should work with it, not against it. And so that's the thing. So I guess what I'm trying to say is what you have experienced and what you've talked about and gone through is pretty universal for all of us. It's just different parts. Yeah. That's all.
0: And can I say how surprised I am? And I should have mentioned this last week. I don't know what I was thinking. But back in episode 37, when I told the story of the breast implants and all of the shame that I'd gone through, and I didn't even mention the part about in my mind, I had this voice that said, well, you deserved for things to go wrong because you shouldn't have done it. Mm. And I really expected somewhere on Facebook or Twitter X or whatever it is. I'm just so sick of Elon Musk or any of them that somebody would have said that. And nobody did. And to me, I think it speaks to the people who associate with us on social media. I hate to call them followers because I'm not a leader. I'm just
1: part of the pack. But I was amazed truly amazed, Lisa. How about you? I don't anticipate negativity. And I agree with you. I mean, they're friends. These are friends. This is our little, I, I don't want to say tribe. I've got to find another word, but our little group. Pack. Our, our pack. Sure. Exactly. And we, you and I look at criticism differently. Like to me, <laughs> I i don't take it in as much I look at the other person and say, Why do you feel the right to criticize anything I've done or said? I mean, this is my life. Piss off, basically. Yeah. Unless they're doing it in a helpful way. Like there have been people who have said, Oh, you know what? This way would bring you a better result because of whatever. And they're not saying you're an idiot or you shouldn't have done that or, Oh, how could you? I was really happy and not surprised to see how supportive people were of you because number one, you're wonderful. No, oh. Number two, it's your body to do with what you want. You just put a tattoo mm-hmm. on it, for goodness sake. So, you know. I did. Yeah. Oh, and I have to tell you, when we went to visit Mira,
0: who I always mention because she is a light and love of our lives. She is 98 now. Mira and her husband fled Europe after the Second World War because she'd been imprisoned in a work camp. And Her husband lost one of his siblings, both of his parents, so many relatives because they were Jewish and they died in the Holocaust. And so I knew there would be a sensitivity about tattoos, Mm. particularly with a 98-year-old woman, because that's a whole other headspace, right? Yeah, exactly. So we were at her place last week and we were talking about, I don't know what, but I rolled up my sleeve and I said, look what I've got. And she said to me right away, she said, I forgive you. And then with with tears in her eyes, she leaned over and kissed it
1: Oh, because it says, Lauren, I know. And she says, I know why. Yeah. And of course, in her day, a tattoo was your your number that the Nazis put on your arm. And it would be a big stretch for her to think of it as art, but you showed her art. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. maybe she can think beyond that because it's something that someone she loves has done. Yeah. Oh, she did. She did. Yeah. And she smiled. And then there were tears in her eyes of happiness and
0: joy and love. So I needed to wrap that story up with a little bow, too, since I'm going to be missing you for a few weeks. But remember, we have three episodes of our very favorite Hand picked. Let's not say hand tossed. Have you seen the ads on TV for President's Choice hand tossed in Italy pizza? What?
1: Okay, I have questions. Oh, I'll have answers.
0: <laughs> it airs all the time on baseball games, and I know you're not a big Blue Jays fan slash sufferer, so. Yeah, I see these and it said, you know, now PC pizza with crust hand tossed in Italy. And I'm thinking, really? First off, really? Are they being hand tossed in Italy Mm. or are we being hand tossed here in Canada? And secondly, do you care if your pizza is hand tossed in Little Italy in Toronto if it means
1: it's going to be two or three dollars less? Am I missing something here? No, I don't think so. And just for the record, if I was going to be a baseball fan, I would be a Blue Jays fan. It's, I know. It's basically baseball. Mm-hmm. It's not that mm-hmm. I don't. Anyway, so what they're saying is they toss it in Italy and then ship it here. No, they throw it here. Oh, my they throw it here. <laughs> Somebody with a really good arm. Of course, it's baseball. Of course. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's hooky. It's a thing. And really, I don't
0: know, maybe I'm overly sensitive because everything about food seems tone deaf right now. Prices are just so astronomical and so out of reach of so many people. But it just struck me as kind of funny. And do we actually believe that? Galen Weston and your lawyers, I'm not saying you're liars. I'm just asking questions,
1: as they like to say. That's all. And I want to know the logistics of the entire thing. I don't know. But if you want to get some dough to me when I go into Italy, (laughs) I'll throw it in the air, put (laughs) it back in my suitcase, and bring it back for you if that's what you'd like.
0: Speaking of tanking dough, you've heard the old adage, right? When you're ready for a trip, you're all packed. Take twice the money and half the clothes. Right. But there was something else while we're talking about food and pizza and Italy. Another great tip for travel that I have never seen before. And it's a mealtime tip. And it's the trick to avoiding the worst of jet lag. Okay. Because you're going to be five, six hours difference from when you take off from Ontario, right? Right.
1: We're flying overnight and then we'll be there the following afternoon. So what do you do?
0: Well, you have trouble sleeping at home and not because of your pillow, but breathing issues. You know, you told us about the tape over the mouth and the CPAP
1: experiments and stuff. So do you sleep on a flight, Lisa? I try. I do my best. It all depends on the people around me. You know, that's kind of what it's like when you're around so many people. You have to rely on the kindness of strangers. So I will try. When we flew to Iceland, we did an overnight flight and I slept for a while. I think I can do it. I wake myself up snoring, but hey, you know, you can't have everything.
0: Well, I recommend wearing a mask and an eye mask and then you're lying there like the mummy and nobody sees if your mouth hangs open. That was one great thing about sleeping on a plane with a mask on (laughs) and wrap yourself up in that shawl you're bringing and just, you know, be as comfortable as you can. But here's another great tip for you, my friend. There could be a solution to jet lag as scientists are reportedly narrowing in on what causes the condition which hits us when we travel a long way east or west in a short space of time. Okay. The body is like clockwork, you know, it's all about the circadian rhythms and desynchronosis and all of that stuff which of course we all know are internal oh, clocks. Yes. Right, right. Our brain's clock takes notes of sunlight while the clocks of peripheral organs like nerves depend on meal times. So, what they're suggesting, prioritizing your stomach is the surest way to acclimatize. Having a larger meal in the early morning of the new time zone can help you overcome jet lag. Because constantly shifting meal schedules or having a meal at night is discouraged. It can lead to misalignment between internal clocks. So, this is how they're suggesting that we deal with jet lag. I wish we'd thought of that when we were meeting up earlier this year on a beautiful tropical island, oh. but this time you could give it a go. Yeah,
1: I think it might be worth it. That makes sense and and it would also help the delicate issue of digestion and things that go along with that that I experience while traveling. That makes perfect sense. I understand that completely. So gotta have a big breakfast, so it's about six hours ahead there. So, somewhere around yes. midnight, maybe? I
0: huh. guess.
1: And they probably won't want
0: to serve you from the galley or whatever, but I know you. You travel prepared. You'll bring a little meal or something with you bars and bites and crackers and, yeah. and maybe salami or pepperoni or great big turkey or
1: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Derek, you have the cranberry sauce. I have the turkey ready. <laughs>
0: One of the things I'm looking forward to about you coming home is not the belated birthday presents, because I think you and I have both been so busy that we're just skipping birthdays this year. Please say we are. We are. Okay. <laughs> it is always so wonderful to travel, but doesn't it feel good to see your first Tim Hortons or know otherwise that you are at home, that you have landed on terra firma in Canada.
1: Yeah, Yeah. there's something just wonderful about coming home. I mean, travel is fantastic. Coming home is divine, especially this country. You know, we're so lucky. We really are.
0: And there is so much negativity. And there will be people who say, yeah, it's fine for you, dot, dot, dot. But Canada has been ranked the second best country in the world, according to a whole bunch of things that they put into a study by the Wharton School of Business. And we have come out at number two in a new report ranking the best countries in the world. We wouldn't want to be number one. That would be just too, it would not be humble
1: enough, wouldn't you say? I agree. We have to say sorry to someone. And in this case, it's Switzerland. So this ranking came from people around the world, right? Their perception of Canada? Yes. Yeah, 17,000 people. That makes it even better. It really, truly does. Yeah, it's not just a bunch of eggheads sitting in a room doing math or something. It's really the way people feel about our country. That's amazing. They took it between March
0: 17th and June 12th of this year. There were 73 attributes in the survey responses. And if a country was perceived to show a specific characteristic compared to the average, then we got a higher score. There were 10 themed sub rankings. So where do we rate so high? Adventure, agility, cultural influence, entrepreneurship, heritage, movers. What does movers mean, do you think? I'm not sure. Market movers? I really don't know. No. Open for business, power, quality of life, and social purpose. Okay. Movers, I would take to mean influencers, people who are changing things for the better. We could hope. Hmm. But anyway, number one. Switzerland, yeah. and then us, and then another great hockey nation, Sweden, then Australia. U.S. comes fifth, and rounding out the top ten are Japan, Germany, New Zealand, United Kingdom, Netherlands, Norway. Oops, I went to 11. Do you want to know where Italy is? is <laughs> that's where you're going? Where is Italy? 15. Okay. Okay. And way down there at 25, the last on the list, Portugal, which surprises me because there are so many wonderful things about Portugal, about all of these countries. But we are very proud to be
1: number two. I find social purpose, where we ranked a 93.4 out of 100 Mm. and came fourth in the world, that's one of the things that the big complainers in this country harp about, is that they don't want us to be as socially aware and all these kinds of things you know i'm not even going to use those awful words w-o-k-e that one something like that yeah lamest radio station ever yeah virtue signaling all that kind of stuff but yet that's something that's admirable to people around the world so i find that fascinating and couldn't be prouder love this country
0: love it well why don't you stay here then well i want to see number 15 (laughs) (laughs) well there you go C-15 and die. Isn't that the motto? <laughs> no, no, don't. That's not what I meant. No, don't say that. Ah, You are so superstitious about traveling. Yep. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you have a preference, small plane versus large plane? And I'll tell you why. A couple of weeks ago when I flew from Kelowna... I posted this picture of this gorgeous little beach craft, and it seated like, I don't know, 20 people, one on each side of the row. You could reach out and tap the pilot on the shoulder if you wanted. It was just small and wonderful, and I loved it and <laughs> pretended it was my own plane. But I had a couple of people, Lisa, who posted, no way would I get on that plane, or what? you're so
1: brave, and I don't get that. I don't either. It's not the Wright brothers. So that's the size of plane I rode to Florida one time from Hamilton. It was really, really loud. The only thing I didn't like was the pilot looking at a manual on the floor. (gasps) But when I lived in BC, we used to have to take smaller and smaller progressive planes to get places. And it didn't bother me at all. In fact, I've taken pontoon planes onto lakes before. Yep. I've gone up in, you know, uh, little tiny wartime planes at museums and things. And no, I don't understand that what would the worry about that would be at all. I don't know. I guess to some people, there's much more
0: security when there are flight attendants and you've got announcements and you've got space around you. And I'm sure any pilots listening would say, well, yeah, because we've got all the computers, but the smaller planes, it seems to me, if something is to go wrong, this was Rob's observation, my husband, Rob, who suggested that they seem to have a little more control. You know, you mm. might be able to land on the Pat Bay Highway if you can't make it over to Victoria International Airport. I don't know about that, but just you stay safe. Yes. And fly the friendly skies. And uh, enjoy your time, you and Derek. You so deserve it, both of you.
1: We're really looking forward to it. I think we're going to wear out our shoes on our walks and just drinking in all of the old, old architecture. You know, we call things old over here, and, and you know what it's like in Europe. They get laughed. Ha ha, that's not old. So really looking forward to it. Thank you.
0: And apparently there's this surge in interest right now in the Roman Empire. I don't know why. i it, It's a bro thing, but you may... You may see that it's a lot busier around the Colosseum, so who
1: knows? We don't plan to be in Rome that long, and and we're told that it's going to be the busiest, so we're ready for it. I'm going to put some elbow pads on under my uh, shawl. Thank you. Thank you. We've got three more great episodes
0: on the way, numbers 40, 41, and 42. Don't miss them. And find out why Good Pods, the website that goes through podcasts and has 97,000 followers on X, named us one of their picks of the week last week. So thank you so much to them for that. That was a nice surprise. Thank
1: you. Good puns. It
0: was. And I'm really glad we're not taking time off now and we're putting together good shows. Yay. Yeah. All right. Safe travels, my dear. Happy birthday while you're away. We love you. And thanks to Envy Pillow as well for making this all possible. All right. I'm Erin Davis.
1: I'm Lisa Brandt. Happy birthday to you while I'm away, too.
0: <laughs> Talk to you Thank soon. Thank you. Ciao for now.